and welcome to the South Road Boys Shotgun Bang. What's with that thing? I want to know. How does it hang? Straight up, wait up, hold up, Mr. Lover. Why? Fuck. Why are we starting like this? Because Why? I wanted to have this conversation with you earlier, but you were preoccupied and you couldn't do two things at the same time. <laughs> I couldn't. So I was discussing things with Thoughtful Troy. I was helping him get his... Uh, what would you call his Chief? address ready? Oh, his address ready. Mm. Oh, I like that. Like a public address, not yeah. a dress. No, not a some dress. Sort of frock. Well, you know what? He does wear a frock from time to time. Is it a frock or a caftan or a muumu? I think when you're at that level of exuberance, <gasps> I think you can call it whatever you want. Is it a shroud? It could be a shroud. <laughs> He's the kind of man that'd have a shroud. Yeah, he's not too proud to wear a shroud. No. Um, wear it loud and proud, the shroud. <laughs> In a crowd. <laughs> say it, say it loud. Oh, um, anyway, what were you on about? Fucking, that's the thing. <laughs> Do you ever have days where all you hear in your head when you go to the nothing box, like nothing's happening in your head, you hear salt and pepper? As in no. the group, not the condiment? No, no, I actually don't. You know the one that I normally get to? Tell me. Um, I do often have the Muppets theme song kick into my head. Yeah. It'll come out of nowhere. And that one, that's a hard one to get out of the way once you've got it. I have, Sorry, roadies. I have two that for whatever reason only... Generally happen in the morning. I don't often get them in the afternoon. I don't know why. And generally, while I'm, you know, vaguing out eating my breakfast, time to say goodbye. It's time to say goodbye. Dun, 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 dun. I don't even know what that dun, is. Dun, 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 dun. I think it was an Olympics. Like, I think you one of the Olympics. so many random things in no, your head. the next one's the... Time to say goodbye. And my wife's like, why are you singing that song? <laughs> that's not that's not happy or joyful. And I'm like, yeah, but it was it was one of the theme songs to an Olympics. It's just stuck. Do you know what the other one is? It's Tell another me. Olympics theme song from Barcelona. Amigos para siempre oh. means you'll always be my friend. Amigos para siempre is a love that does not end. Friends for a life, not just a summer or a spring. <laughs> Amigos para siempre. I don't know why that I comes to my head. That if roadies who are listening, if this is their first episode, oh, I hope I'm you're not expecting so music every episode because it's not like that. And that's not music. <laughs> this that's is this is like South Road Boys, the musical. Fuck, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's like one of the best Imagine episodes that. of Buffy. Oh, it really was. If only you're you're more musical than I am, as evident. Oh well, yeah, yeah. (laughs) For roadies, my friend Troy is a beautiful man. He is just fucking gold. If you ever want to know how much this podcast encourages us to be even sillier with each other, (laughs) I'm there sitting at home, not doing much. Get a text message. And the text message is a voice message from Mr. Barnes mm-hmm. saying, I'm sitting here playing with my guitar. Not a euphemism. No. Because um, he has taken up guitar. What made you take up guitar? Um, okay, if we want a, the true story. Yeah, origins. Yeah, we could do a false story, but the true story is all right. Start with the false and then you can get the true one. Make the roadies decide. But to be honest, the, the false one wouldn't be as interesting as the true one because the true one's actually got a bit of meaning to it. Or truth. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so I was at um, I was at a convention in Melbourne. Yes. In which Todd Sampson, I believe that is his name, mm-hmm. who does the wonderful DVDs about uh, retraining your brain, and I've owned. Them. Oh, mind hack. Todd it's, Sampson, the American, uh, is a. Is it retraining your mind? Is it um 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 um? God damn it! I own them. And I know they're on the... the anyway, website. for those people who are playing at home, uh, if you watch the Gruen transfer on ABC, you will find Todd there. He's the American um, who works in advertising and marketing. And obviously, that makes him a couple of bucks. So he does a couple of TV programs, which is Mind Hack. And I think he also did Body Hack. Redesign the Brain. Redesign called? the Brain. Yeah, two DVDs that come out. It was and, a TV series or two series. Yeah, and it was all about mm. being able to retrain your brain to behave differently. Yes. To react differently to different yeah. situations. They believed a while back that the brain, once you've reached about 30, would no longer learn. 
Yes, and he's uh, plus and now, 30. now they've actually found that the, the brain is actually quite fluid mm. and will actually continue to Blue. learn. And it's no different Blue. to a, a body. You've got to keep training it, though, mm. for it to do new things or to keep up to where you, you are. Go. And so different, like, for instance, um, when we were kids, you could run around flat out all the time. It wasn't a problem. Mm. Um, now you can't do that unless you keep mm. the body moving. Can't get out of the couch. Brain's exactly the same. Without sweating. So I <laughs> watched, a, <laughs> watched a, uh, an hour of him speaking. And it was one Live. of the most, uh, yeah, oh, okay, one yeah. of the best things mm. I've actually seen. Like you could actually, I watched around at the crowd. I looked mm. around at the crowd, watched the crowd. Can't get my words right. Or How unusual. Talker. And uh, it's just, I'm looking around as I'm looking at the crowd. I know. Now. I know. I can, <laughs> and I like that there's a visual aspect to a podcast. <laughs> On a podcast. Um, <laughs> it's like I'm doing something. <laughs> What's and in the box? Everyone, everyone, you could see them all crept forward on their seats. They were intrigued. Ooh. They thought this guy's actually really interesting. What's and now this is not an Anthony Robbins, you know, rah rah seminar. No, this is no, just, he's a- just he's just talking about something that actually intrigued people. Hmm. And the guy's actually quite lively when he's on stage. Like he's mm-hmm. interesting to listen to. He's interesting to watch, and he's a very funny man as well. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about the things that he's done in the show, and the show was actually amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can stream it, stream it. If you can buy it, go buy it. It's phenomenal. Yeah, I think you might actually. I think it was on SBS or yeah, it was. Apple. Yeah, it, uh, was on, Apple. it was on SBS. I think initially. So I reckon or ABC. Like ABC. Yeah. One of those catch ups you'll be able to watch it on. Yeah, because the one I saw the one where he was going around looking at different religious practices. Okay, I didn't see that one. And then there was another one where he was doing body hack, which is overcoming. Inbuilt fears or being able to—that's pretty much what the retrain your brain or redesign your brain is about. Yeah, um, like he, for instance, he's scared of heights, so he takes himself to tightrope between two buildings in Sydney, <laughs> ten stories up. Maybe you could do it. Yeah, and no, 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 no. <laughs> but he was so terrified when he actually trained himself it was amazing. He was doing it from like six inches above the ground. Yes, and nailed it. Yes, suddenly went to two meters and couldn't do it. Right, and he was saying that it was only his brain. It was his brain telling him he couldn't do it. So the task was exactly the same. Mm. There you go. Yeah, and he went through even um, um, virtual reality in which he was in a room. Yes. Um, a standard flat floor. And then yes. everything dropped away and, and he was just on a leech. Yes. And actually had his heart rate linked in and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said he even knew that he was on a flat floor. He knew he was in a room. his brain was telling him Fuck he was this shit. like 100 meters up. And he was scared. Wow. And it was it's actually quite amazing. Please. I suppose that's why it's called yeah. virtual reality. Redesign your brain. Watch it. Uh, but- one of the things he said whilst he was up there is um, he said uh, one of the simplest ways hmm. to get your brain kicking and get it firing and on different cylinders and, and spark it up again in places that you're not using now hmm. is to do something as simple as brush your teeth with the other hand. Oh, yes, yes, And I yes. thought, wait a minute, I actually use both hands. I swap halfway. Apparently, no one else does that. I think I might be the only person on the planet. I think you are. I yes. use, I'm right-handed when I brush my teeth. <laughs> I swap halfway. I don't know why. Do you? Yeah, it's weird. Now, question. When okay. you swap halfway, is it to do the opposite side of your mouth or is it to do the same side? No, the opposite. So you use your left-handed brush your back right? Um, I, I use, uh, what are we? Uh, right to do my left. Yes. And then I'll change over <laughs> left to the right and then I'll come back to the right with the left he's and doing, finish off with he's it. He's doing the actions. Yeah, it's, it's a visual <laughs> podcast. It's a visual podcast. It is. Uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Should we do a Facebook Live? Uh, so, uh, the two things he said, though, in a serious note. Yes. He said, best way to, to get the brain sparking again and get those other areas kicking along. Yes. Number one is to learn a new language. And Pablo Anglis. Mm-hmm. Um, because it makes your brain work in areas it doesn't normally work. Mm-hmm. Or it, it creates pathways that aren't there at sure. the moment. Uh, and the other one is to learn a musical instrument. Oh. Now, I've been considering this for a little while because I love music, always mm. have, but I've never played an instrument before. Yes. Um, and I thought, I've been thinking about an acoustic guitar for a couple of months. Yes. I thought, that's the sign to just say, you know what, try just fucking do it. Oh, you didn't want to learn- Stop thinking about it. Some sort of African dialect? No, I've never been a big fan of learning languages. Ah. Yet music, um, it reaches me, like it just does something. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was one of the reasons why I decided to get a guitar. Fair enough, and it's a lovely guitar as well. Hmm. As we <laughs> big now, shout out to our uh, Foster's Music in Burnie. Oh, um, if you want to give us a bit of a sponsorship on South Road Boys, but it was actually it was a really nice experience too. Oh, like nice. I've walked in not knowing anything Did about guitars. No, he didn't cuddle me. Oh, okay. But he got there and he, he played a couple of things just random. I thought, Stay that's just really cool that you've just picked that up. 
Yes. And you just go bang, 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 you get notes out of it, and it's awesome. And I thought, I'd love to be able to do that. Yes, I want to be that guy. Yeah, I was that suddenly kid in a toy store where it's like, wow, that guy's really cool. Yeah. Even though, you did know, you give me wrist his in? mates probably don't think he's really cool. <laughs> no, I didn't. Right. But I did get my wrist in my pocket and gave him some money. Ching, ching. Yeah. Now, speaking of so, which, I- That's a long story around to why I got a guitar. Mm. Mm. But uh, as of retraining your brain, I consciously, because I've heard the same sort of- Theory as well, and that's why they encourage people who do crosswords. It's really great for battling yes. on um, was it Sudoku, Sudoku, and crosswords and all yep. those sort of things help fight um, dementia and all that kind yep. of stuff because it keeps the brain. My active. lovely mother, yes, uh, oh, I was waiting for it. Yeah, I set that one up and I even waited for you to do it. Because uh, my grandfather, her father, yes, um, unfortunately had uh, Alzheimer's. It's mm-hmm. a just an ugly prick of a thing. Horrendous. Um, so I think there was a little bit of a a fear because it can be a bit hereditary mm. um, that she certainly wanted to do what she could so that her brain wouldn't go down that track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so she's been one that's done mind games and that <laughs> since that time. It's called your childhood. Yeah. <laughs> and mind also, games. I'm sorry for dad. Fucking mind games. What's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I haven't. Yeah. So um, it, it is a true thing. Like it's, yeah, It is yeah, something yeah. that actually, it's a scientifically proven way to help against dementia and any kind of, I suppose, brain fade as you get older. And roadies, if all that sounds very complicated, like doing puzzles and and learning languages and, and all that kind of stuff. The easiest one to do, which is what I do often, is drive home a different way than you drive to somewhere. Mm. Not so easy to do in Tasmania all the time. There's not always a lot of different routes. <laughs> no, that no, true that. But when I like I know when I go either here or when I go home, I will go via the coast road. Yep. So instead of the It's a nice highway, drive anyway. It is a lovely drive and, yeah. you know, see the ocean. But it is true, though. We are so habitual in what we do. Mm. For instance, um, okay, I challenge all the roadies. After you hear this, the yes. next morning, if you listen to this same Monday, Tuesday morning when you're getting ready, going to work or getting up and getting ready to look after the kids or yes. do your daily routine, mm. um, dress yourself the other leg first. Motherfucker. Dress yourself the other arm first. Wipe your ass with the other hand. Try doing that. <laughs> and that's going to get yep. messy. Because after what happened, what, last year when I smacked my finger? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. so I had to wipe um, Here's a great one. Great one. Um, drive to work backwards. Try in that reverse. one. Yep, reverse all the way to work. No, you see, you need to be in a rental because they are the only car that goes faster <laughs> in reverse than what it does forwards. <laughs> um, Maybe not that one. So, I'm sitting there on my couch. <laughs> I get the old message. And I've gone, oh, Troy's... Troy sent me a message. I love sending you stuff, man. But it's, I do. But it's not a text message. It's it's a voice message. Actually, what was it? It must have been on uh, Messenger, I reckon, because I don't think you're going to attach audio to a text message. I could go to all the trouble of looking yeah, at it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. Mm. And so I've, I've realized it was from you, but I was with my children at the time. I do like to somehow, like once when this first started, I never used to send audio messages. No. It was always text message. Yes. I did initially start off by saying this might be a bit sweary or something. <laughs> yes. I don't worry about it now. No. Because you know me well enough to know it I probably know. is. <laughs> yeah. I, I bank on it. <laughs> and so I make sure that I'm not going to listen to this message from Troy until I'm not within earshot of my kids. And thinking, roadies, can I just tell you the joy? The un- I can't remember not hear. I can't ever remember hearing you sing... Sober. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> like, I've heard you sing very fucking loud. Um, a lot of Barnes. Oh, Jimmy. Yes. Yeah, Chisel, Barnsy. <laughs> yep. Aussie Crawl. 1927. 1927. <laughs> Matchbox 20. Oh, fucking. Joe Mather. Hello. <laughs> it's 3am, I must be lonely. Anyway, so I've heard quite a repertoire from you. Under the influence. But then, who hasn't? And you being a sober son mm, as well, yeah. um, you remember these things. See, all oh, the drunken people that you do this with, we don't recall it. Or when no. we do, it was magnificent. Fuck, it was awesome. The sober memory, <laughs> I'm certain, is very different. Oh, it's a delight. It is one of the joys that it is from not being a drinker, <laughs> is to experience what other people think is awesome. And, like, I sing a lot. I really enjoy singing. I try and incorporate. I don't actually try. It just happens to incorporate itself 
in almost every facet of my life. Mind you, my wife really is not the biggest fan of it. You know why? Because she's a good she singer. She can actually sing. Yeah. Mm. And she has hearing, apparently. That's one of the reasons oh, why. Hearing. She, yeah. <laughs> and even the, wait till she gets older, your talent will increase. so funny. Even if we fucking go back six years ago. No, must have been five years ago. I'm in the car with the kids. So I've got um, Ella, who would have been four. Jake would have been about three. Um, and I had something, you know, cranked, whatever year it is. And both of them were like, Dad. Don't sing anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, motherfucker. And then just recently we were on a family trip and my wife's in a, a a group and they're currently doing Planet Retro. So keep an eye out if you're on the northwest coast of Tassie. Do yourself a favor. Get along Love to that. Love the 80s. Love the 80s. Except not just 80s. ABBA. 60s, 70s and 80s. Yeah, not a sound of ABBA. We know this. Yeah, but it was pretty good. Anyway, <laughs> so the the music comes on and my wife starts singing, which is wonderful. My daughter and son both start singing as well. Lovely. In tune, on key. Oh, fantastic. And at that very moment, I turned to my wife and went, today's the day I've just realised I am the worst singer in this family. (laughs) (laughs) And my wife has gone, sweetheart, I've known that for a long time. (laughs) Wow, cuts deep. It just really does. It's not bad enough that I get kicked. I get kicked when I'm down. (laughs) Wow. That's love, though. It is. Honesty is love. Is it? Can be. Oh, not all. Sometimes. The grin on the side of her face. You know, suggest- in movies and stuff, they say that you should always be honest. Mm. <laughs> they fucking lied. Yeah, but- <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so I get this message, and I knew I had to wait till the kids weren't in earshot. I-, I was surprised that I didn't get a, a return message or a phone call earlier. Yeah. Like something, ah. Oh, yes, and appreciate it. No, because I was... Oh, well, I didn't consider that you had to wait just in case. Well, there was the kids, was. and then I was also with my wife, who also yeah. doesn't find our shenanigans as funny as you and I do. Just shows goes to show her sense of humour is a bit skewed. Yeah, no taste, really. No. So, taking in all that into consideration, and when I listened to it, oh, my giddy aunt, it just filled me with so much joy. It was a beautiful song called uh, Making Love. It was, and it was all about making love. It was. And I re- do you reckon I should play it? Have you got it? Yeah. Here you go, Rodney. Look, down the track, though, I think if it's appreciated, I reckon we could probably do a better version. Because it was done on a whim. It was done on the Chase Lounge. Can't was, find a better man. It was, just, <laughs> it was just done fucking around between two buddies. Yes. And sent through. I don't think it's probably a top 10 hit, but I tell you what, it could do the top 40. We've been a husband and wife For a while now, my dear So it's time for a chat That we both need to hear With sex we've been slacking We're not eating, we're snacking And I've discovered a way To fix what's been lacking I want to know what love is That's what foreigners sang The answer, of course Is a kinky gang bang We'll invite Hamish, who's Irish, and Herman the German, and Jane from Ukraine, who enjoys anal games. We'll invite your mum for a tickle of fun, and part her legs like the Red Sea, and we'll include your dad, he'll think it's a fad, and join in before the footy. It's hard to believe, just a few years ago, that we were just innocent virgins Cause now with this plan And our neighbours Hey Stan We can lead a new sexual resurgence So there you go roadies That was the brilliance that is Mr Barnes And what I loved the most Was the text <laughs> message that went with it Which is Shit's gonna get fucking real son <laughs> And the conversation that you This, this is the next endeavour of the South Road Boys. Boys I think that an was an album. Name. Yep, an album. The South Road Boys album. It sounds really good. Because <laughs> you're going to have to learn probably more than four chords. Yeah, and like, those four chords weren't even done well. No. And I'm going to need to bring something other than enthusiasm to this party. You know one thing that I've also got? Mm. Uh, I do own a triangle. Do you now? So that's another instrument we could bring into oh, it. Do you know what I also I own? I own a didgeridoo. I tell you what, this could be the first two-man acoustic guitar triangle didgeridoo band 
in Australia. That'd be fucking awesome. Fan-fucking-tastic. Because nothing says authentic musicians, like two middle-aged white boys playing guitar and didgeridoo. So I can play guitar. Mm. You can play the digs Mm. with the digs in your feet and your Mm. hands using the triangle. Yes. And I can sing. Awesome. Are you only enc- written all over are it. you only encouraging me to play didgeridoo so I don't sing anymore? Uh, no, because you've got a better voice than I have. <laughs> I know. But well, I can't play the digs and you need your mouth for the digs. I was actually quite not, and this is not being mean, but I was surprised because I, once again, had only heard you drunk sing. <laughs> I thought your voice was quite Look, lovely. Look, there's little moments <laughs> when I realise that I actually do hit an occasional note. Yes. Lots more moments when I don't. Oh, many. <laughs> and look, that recording, that beautiful ditty, mm. it was never really made for public Domain. consumption. Mm. Yeah. I'm glad it is. But now it is. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, Anyways. That's a joy. Roadies, just <laughs> if you can show some sort of appreciation, send us a message. You know, send a raven, anything. <laughs> it would be greatly appreciated. It's pretty romantic. And look. I haven't even taken the time mm. to write some more lyrics. There's a lot more that can go. I mean, that was a very short little stab. It was a rough draft. It, it was, was a, you know what, yeah. I'm going to do something. It was it's a demo. Make, it was a demo tape. <laughs> Just a demo. <laughs> it was, here's what could, here is potential. Here is the potential of what could be. Yeah. I reckon there's a world tour. You reckon? So. Mate, if the Spice Girls are touring again, I reckon the Not SRB, all of them, though. No. no, we're missing uh, Posh. Mm. And mm. do you know why I'm upset why we're missing Posh? <laughs> Tell me. Oh, it's not because of your Spice Girl dolls. It is because oh, of my no. Spice Girl dolls. So for those roadies who don't know, I I decided to do a bit of future investing. So back when the Spice Girls were... Future investing, is that what you call it? Fucking no, well, don't don't no, mock me no, now that time has proved me wrong. I'm going to move back from the mic. Yes. I'm going to let you have your moment. No. I've had my moment in the spotlight. <laughs> time for yours now. No. You can only mock me because time has proven me wrong. But... <laughs> yeah, fair point. <laughs> it is. So back in, what, fucking 96, 97 or whatever, Spice Girls were big. No, probably a bit later than that. Probably no. I reckon it would have been late nineties. Late nineties, they yeah. were big, right? And I'd seen an article where the original Kiss dolls were going for a few thousand dollars each. The the really diligent roadies mm. would have heard a bit about this story, which is way back in the teens in our episodes. I reckon probably long time ago. Fucking long mm. time ago. Yeah. Anyway, so I decided that. I'd seen the Kiss Dolls go for a, a pretty penny. Spice Girls were not the original girl band because there were lots that came before them, you know, going back as far as Tina Turner and the Ikeettes, you know, whatever they were called. You are going Fuck back. It. Well, no, but they are the grandmothers of the girl band and all that kind of stuff. Um, but this was really a manufactured band that was going was made for the sole purpose of making a shit ton of money. And they had a movie, and I'm like, fucking right. So I got myself down to Toys R Us, and I purchased a set of Mint Inbox Season Edition 1 Tour Girl Spice Girl Dolls. $20 a pop. <laughs> Still cracks me up. No, because... If I Such can, a man's man. <laughs> oh, no. A manly man buys Spice Girls dolls. And I'm thinking, right, give it, give it 10 years. Like, if the, if, the, if the Spice Girls continue on the trajectory that they're on, they are going to own the universe. Mate, by the time they're worth something, it will be manly. It'll be Old Spice. <laughs> <laughs> old Spice Girls. <laughs> Smell lovely. Oh, fuck, that's so funny. Old Spice Girls. <laughs> Old Spice Girls. <laughs> Could work. Could work. Mm. Um, yeah, and I thought, well, you know, they may not get to kiss quality. Like, they may not be that iconic, but they could. Because if you look at the millions of Spice Girls they were fans. A powerhouse in their time. I'm amazed. They only had three albums. So I thought they had more than that. Mm, things. And they, uh, 96 they started, so you were pretty well spot on. They burnt brightly, my friend. They did. <laughs> but to, burnt out too fast. Mm, Shame bright like a diamond. <laughs> and diamonds in the sky. So I thought, fuck, that's a great idea. That's a bit of an investment. Cost me 20 bucks per doll now. It's 100 bucks in the, in the pocket. But you know what? I got the cash. And in 10, 15, 20 years' time, they're going to be worth two grand each. Cha-ching. Money well spent. 
Unfortunately, it all went tits up, literally and figuratively, and they split up. And those dolls, I think now, are worth probably about eighteen dollars each. <laughs> no, I think they're probably worth about twenty five dollars well, each. And you what just, you never know, though. I know, but what I've been hoping for, and this is a bit slightly morbid, I've been hoping for this reunion tour to yep. pique the interest. Mm-hmm. So it hasn't seen much of a. A resurgence nah, in the price no, of the Spice that, Girls dolls. Yeah, a bit of negative stuff on the tour so far in the UK too. Yeah, apparently it hasn't. Apparently the sound, sound wasn't great. Not good. I believe it wasn't their fault. I believe it was sound engineering. But it's always their fault. But if you're going to pay the big bucks to go and see a band that I've loved all my life. Get a fucking sound engineer who can do the job. Exactly. It was like They won't want to fuck up Australia. You come down and fuck up Australia, we fuck you back and exactly. we send you packing. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't it like that- who did we go and see? We saw Cheap Trick and Def, Def Leppard. But the Def Leppard sound wasn't fantastic. It wasn't great. Um, Cheap Trick disappointed me as well, but we did hear afterwards, I believe, the lead singer had laryngitis. So. Yeah, but I thought the sound quality was clearer. Anyway, we get easily distracted. So we I do. thought, fucking, if they come back on tour, that could make some money. And I think the value of the dolls might have increased. What I really need is maybe a death. I probably should not have Not because it's on your Deadpool list. No, not because no. it's on my celebrity Deadpool list, but I reckon if there was some sort of tour incident where- <laughs> Whether the tour bus just crashes. Where Meatloaf driving the tour bus, for those who remember the Spice Girls movies, where Meatloaf was driving the Spice Girls tour bus. I haven't seen the movie, mate, so once have again, you not? you're a manly man. And it's so funny because <laughs> they're on the tour bus and the Spice Girls are saying to Meatloaf, we need you to do X, Y, Z. And he goes, ladies- I'll do anything for love, but I won't, <laughs> I won't do, do that. that. Oh, Still a great song and I a great do album. Anything but bag the fuck out. Like when I was DJ Master Mix It the other Saturday night at this party, I put on Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Nice. Six and a half minutes as a song, yep. so that's always a win. Um, boy, get, boy part, girl part, starts off slow, gets really, ah, stop right there. Before you go any further, do you love me? Anyway, so all that. And fucking every single person, almost, almost every single, so that's not an absolute, a lot of people said to me, yeah, but he was shit at the grand final. Fucking, I don't care. <laughs> Which is what I played next. Wendy James. Honey, I don't care. Oh, Wendy James. Oh. I know. Transvision Bam. And I backed it up with Divinals. Wow. What song do you think I played for the Divinals, though? I would have had to have been. I touched myself. No. Surely. No. That was the obvious choice. It is because it's I went just a hot for, song. Yeah, but I went for the one that was going to be a little bit more get people up and dance and sing. Which was? All the boys in town. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, I thought it's it wasn't the obvious choice, but I thought it showed my subtle discernment of the Divinals back catalogue. Fair enough. Well, <laughs> I was trying fine. to be a bit snobby. Yep. Um I have no issue with that. So there you go. That was it. Spice Girls Dolls. Spice Girls. I don't dance. know how we got to Spice Girls. I've got no idea. We were talking about your wonderful singing. Yeah, then I got into Spice Girls somehow. Tell me what you want. Look, this is a problem with this. Once again, shows we don't have a plan. Yeah. We just start talking and we're gone. And so, Roadies, if you know where we <laughs> lost the plot. Yeah, let us know. We'll listen to it later oh, on. Oh, no, that's the thing. Fuck. On our tour, on our, oh, our world tour, tour. That's right. We tour. Yeah, South yeah. Road Boys World Tour. How could we have forgotten that? How could we? Jeez. One. Where would we open the tour? Oh, look, I don't know where we'd open, but we'd have to finish in Penguin. RSL Club? No. I <laughs> set up properly. They're brand new footy ground. Oh, up top. Yeah, there's a venue up the top. Oh. Or fucking no, because- The RSL Club's got the sports clubs now, so- I reckon we do an outside concert on the old footy ground. If the old footy ground's still there, they're going to subdivide it. Well, we're going to be- Pretty big, pretty soon. Okay, right. <laughs> so, look, we'll be so big. Yep. If there is buildings there, yep, we'll knock them down just for our event, and then we'll rebuild. Can you them. imagine how much the footy shop would love us if oh. we put a concert there? <laughs> Little takeaway shop right next to our gig. Fucking, they'd love that shit. And we're going to have to learn more than one song, though. Oh, and we're going to have to learn more than four chords. And did you redo in a triangle? Yeah, we'll bring it together. Can we do covers? I think we can. Even the best names do covers. Yeah. The biggest names do covers. Yeah, why Ours not? will nearly be all covers, but look, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Maybe that's what our second song can be called, Under the Covers. Oh. Hello. We go from making love to Under the Covers. This is going to be a sexy album. It's a album. sexy album, yeah, isn't no it? Yeah, no doubt about it. Yep. 
no doubt about it at all. <laughs> um, what's in your rider? What's in my what? Your rider. My rider. Oh, definitely Lamingtons. Really? I love Lamingtons. Like CWA approved now? Question. Oh, here we go. No, riddle Don't me this. bring Lamingtons down, man. I'm not. I I, I enjoy Lamington, Good. but I often find them to be dry. And I'm not fan of the major brand supermarkets. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't have them. We're talking no. Country Women's Association. We're, we're talking true Lamingtons. Big, fat, five centimetre by five centimetre cube of sponge dipped in chocolate, smashed with coconut. Yeah. And look, they don't have to have to be that big. They just need to be beautiful. Moist. Oh. Moist lamington. Yeah, they need to like just like nearly crumble in your fingers, but not completely crumble. Mm. It needs to be that be spongy s- moistness. Oh. Mind you, I bet you there's a third song of the album. <laughs> lamington. Moist Lamington. <laughs> oh, moist Lamington. Maybe that's the name of the album. Moist Lamington. The South Road Boys. Moist, moist Lamington. It's <laughs> the episode title, I can tell you that. Um, but I reckon Okay, so... Get that in your coconuts, ladies and gentlemen. I bet you, though, there's some sort of hipster out there that's doing some weird salted caramel sponge with a sweet hot chili chocolate and coconut shavings and putting it on three different plates and telling it's a deconstructed Lamington. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those copyright. people need to be shot. Copyright South Road Boys. <laughs> so... Lamingtons, I yep. would probably have to go, oh, fucking, I love dumplings. <laughs> you do love dumplings, don't I you? I do love my dumplings. Yep. Any kind. Um, I'd also need a throw rug in there. Or a man trout. you got the throw rug. You need your man trout, <laughs> I definitely. W- no, but if it's a rider, though, it's something that they have to source locally. I think it might be a little bit much. No, not much. A bit wankery to say, you know, get your local... Stitch and Bitch Club to do me up a man shroud for every city we go to. Oh, mate, that'd be huge, though. That could be the tail of the tour. And maybe what we do is we sign that man shroud and donate it to a little kid with cancer (sighs) who's cold. Yeah, we're not going to actually try and auction it off for money. We're just going to give it to him. So this will keep you warm, kid. Yeah. For the next three months. Or until the person steals it as you're walking out the arena. (laughs) (laughs) Gets it to be that high in demand. Oh, why wouldn't it be? Mm. So, some other. I, I'm obviously going to have Coke and coffee. You know what I'm going to go with? Tell me. Uh, Newcastle Brown Ale. Ooh. The Nuki Brown. Is it's, it a hard to get beverage? It used to be my favourite beer in the Irish pubs. Yes. And then they stopped bringing it into Australia. Oh. I think there's a chance you can maybe still get it in Stubbies. Yep. Um, but it's not the same as out the tap. It used to be amazing. Oh, I used to just. Oh, I used to just. Basically fall into a, just a, a bubble of beautifulness when yeah. I'd have a, a pint of yeah. Nuki Brown. When I went to America, yep. when I was staying in Hollywood, I found an Irish bar called Dylan's Irish Bar. Oh, Dylan. Because you know, it doesn't matter where you go. If you go in an Irish bar, you know what you're going to expect. You know what you're going to get Guinness. to a point. But you're going to get a pint and you're also going to get a very eclectic, different sort of a crowd. Sure. Um, because it attracts different people from different countries. Yep. So it's interesting. And I remember um, walking in there. And seeing they had Nuki Brown on tap, and I hadn't had this for years. Did you have an orgasm? I was amazing, Joe. And <laughs> then the next day, was it the from same my though? room down the street? Oh, it was amazing. Mm. Yeah, it's like um, you have sex with the ex again. That's exactly how you remembered it was. Really? Yeah, hadn't hadn't fallen off at all. But then walking <laughs> down the street, and bugger me if I didn't see a, a fully sign written Nuki Brown delivery truck. Oh, took a photo. Did you a- knock on the window and say? How much for a slab? <laughs> can I just do one blocky? Just one. Just Can you take me for a chap lap? <laughs> yes, I'd have Nuki Brown in there. I'd, I'd get a Brown? couple of cartons of Nuki Brown in. Mm. Import those fuckers for the South Road Boys. Question. Moist Lamington Tour. Oh, the Moist Lamington Tour. <laughs> Question for you. On when we become mega rock stars, yep. are we going to be along the same vein as Keith Richards where we are immune to all diseases? I hope so, because once we start this ride, Jay, mm. it's going to just keep going. Because if that happens... We're like Egg Sheeran. Just get bigger and bigger. There's still a part of me that wouldn't mind a packet of Albany trims. <laughs> <laughs> you go back to the Siggies? No, just Albany trims. Okay. 
Yeah, I think that'd be the go. Right. I don't know why. I just, I well, actually no, I know why because I don't make them anymore, and I'd like to see someone try and get them. Right. Yeah. Haven't had them. Haven't made them for over a decade, fifteen years. Maybe. Once making love is released, and mm-hmm. I mean we're only talking a week away because this, this episode will come out in one week from today. Yep. It'll drop. It'll as drop. They say. It'll hit the interwebs. Yes. It'll go bunto nutso crazy. I think the kids will be calling it a banger. They will be calling it a banger, no doubt about it. Um, and then there will be people coming to us saying, Joe, mm. we want to make that packet of ciggies for you. And I'll be like, smoking kills you. And they'll be like, you're Keith Richards, man. You're Keith Richards Am of I? the South Am Road I really? Boys. You could be in another 140 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe not. Maybe it just- Isn't Keith Richards on someone's- Oh, no, Mick Jagger was on someone's Deadpool Mick, list. yeah. Yeah, not Keith, because everyone knows that Keith lives forever. Well, he's been dead for he's 40 years. He's immortal. Yeah, he is the ghost. <laughs> so that's all right. I like that. Um, yeah, Coke, coffee. You know what else I'm going to have? Tell me. I'm going to have my sex robots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely having my sex robots, man, but what in that if- trailer. What happens if I? Do you know what's going to happen though? We'll go to some fucking shifty little dive place because our I don't know who our tour manager is going to be. Someone awesome. I'll be someone big. Yeah, yeah. Like weight wise, get Molly Meldrum actually to Molly. He could do that if he doesn't. He's just shuffle Australian. off and get a point from Brad also on his another, another person on Deadpool list. Yeah. yeah. Now Molly could do it. All right. So yeah. Molly's a tour manager. Either He'll, that, if Molly can't, Eddie McGuire, mate. Oh, he fucking, fucking does anything. If Eddie can't promote us, yep. no one can. Even if people don't like Eddie, he's good at promoting. Bloody oath he is. Yep. So, Eddie's promoting us, but he's done some sort of backyard deal where we play the O2 Arena and, and you know, Madison Square Garden and all the all the small little venues, yep. but then he books us in this little shit dive somewhere who can't fulfill the rider completely. Oh, it's probably a fucking um, a scout hall in Ballarat. Yeah, probably. Woi yeah. <laughs> woi. <wee. laughs> um, and so what they do is they can't get hold of a sex robot for you, so they just get a regular, you know, sex worker and just paint them up to look like a robot. <laughs> I'm probably pretty happy with that. <laughs> Any port in storm? Bit of cosplay. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> Mind if I call you R2-D2, love? <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Stop bipping. <laughs> I'm in the garbage chute. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> oh. And all of a sudden, you, t- you get told to go hand it solo. <laughs> <sighs> speaking of um, speaking of sex, mm. um, you know, here a while back, how we started talking about Tinder somehow. And there was a conversation we had where I said we could start an elderly version. Oh, yeah. Called Tender. Tender, yes. I love I that. Yeah. So I thought up another one this week. Yeah, okay. Um, and I'll, look, I'm certain there are apps out there for the LGBTQI QI plus, plus, plus community. Yes. But I'm thinking. Grinder for the boys. Mainly to the point of view of um, this is more for the trans sort of community. Mm. Blender. Oh, Okay. Because you you get blends, hmm. you know you might get uh you know boys who are now girls, you might get girls who are now boys, you, you might get um boys who are now girls but haven't had the trim. Oh, okay. You might get girls but, who are boys who are now girls that have had the trim but used to be a boy. Blender. But do you really want to associate the word blender with pre and post trim? <laughs> <laughs> like a frog in a blender. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, I, I hadn't thought. Hadn't about really that. thought that walk that one no, through, had you? Must be on. I love the tender. I think tender is a perfect tender is a great name for now the that, elderly. Yeah, but blender now. Think about it. it, it no, we might give that one the chop. Not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not summoning up the right. It's not conjuring up the right imagery for uh, me. No, no, you're probably right on that. Good but plan. You though. know what? I like that you're thinking. Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> and I'm sure the LBGTIQP plus community also appreciate yeah. that. But I think they're pretty much taken <laughs> care of. Speaking of thinking. Love yes. our band idea. I think that could be huge. SRB, uh, Moist Lamington. There tour. is another idea that I came up with this week. Yes. Not so much a business venture, 
Oh, fuck. But it's more a revolution that could happen worldwide. Oh. That we could instigate. Che Guevara I Barnes. believe is needed. <laughs> right? right. Yes, go. And you're actually, you're actually going to agree with this, I believe. Of course I am. <laughs> Not just for that reason. I think you'll think oh. it's a great idea. Okay. Hit me with it. Went and seen the new X-Men movie. Mm. Right? Um, I actually thought it was a good film. I'm not even a big fan of her as Jean Grey. Not a big fan at all. Haven't liked. She's her the, the Game films. of Thrones girl, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. Um, who? Spoilers. Was still kicking at the end. Okay. Um, not a big fan of her at all. I'm not not as my an actress. I just way. don't like her as that character. Okay. Because um, the Phoenix Saga is one of the first Marvel comics that I read. Superhero comics I read when mm-hmm. I was very young. Yes. I've still got it in a box somewhere. Without it didn't have a cover. What's in the box? But I still get what's in the box. Um, but like, so I have, the, they have this image of Jean Grey and what she looks like for a long time. Mm-hmm. Now, that's only my version in my head. Everyone's version is different. And the thing is, you don't mind a bit of ginge. No, I don't mind a bit of ginge. So it's but definitely not her. Isn't quite, it's just not her for me. But look, I thought she did a good job. Mm-hmm. I thought the film was actually quite good. Yep. I thought people were just bagging it just because they wanted to. Oh. The reviews were ridiculous. The reviews were out before the film was even released, saying how much that it, it was a travesty ending to the X-Men saga and blah, blah, fucking blah. When you finish this story, fucking, I've got a rant. Good. Love it when you rant. Right. So, I've come up with a new... Worldwide, yes, phenomenal theory that could get taken on board that will help the film industry straight away mm-hmm. and take out these ass wipes that just want to destroy a film before it goes to where. Remember when we used to watch movies when we were younger, but copyright South Road Boys, oh, definitely just in case, just in case, exactly right. We, there is an angle, this is better than Blender, better than, yeah, <laughs> wouldn't take much to be honest. <laughs> Not one of your shining moments. We're probably not going to men- We're probably not going to miss. We're probably not going to remember that past episode eighty-seven. <laughs> no, probably not. Um, so, when we're younger, you would see a trailer to a film, and you'd normally see the trailer to a film when you seen another film. Of course, that and there was only ever one trailer. There weren't three or four trailers leading up, and they wouldn't give away all the details. There was uh, a film trailer normally. I, I I'm remember, talking back in the eighties. Yeah, but I still remember them being more than one trailer. Oh, they might have. I, I just remember there being a trailer for the film. Okay. That would get you excited. But I also remember having cartoons at the front of every movie, so. Oh, wow. I forgot about that. And intermission. Fucking intermission. <laughs> remember that? Jeez, oh, remember when you had to stop. Anyone younger than 30 right now is going, you what? You fucking, they'd stop the movie halfway. You'd have 10 minutes while the guy changed the reels. We'd <laughs> go for a quick piss. Get something from the candy bar and go back in. Yeah, whereas what Avengers was, what, three hours, 10 minutes? Fuck. No intermission. In no game. intermission. <laughs> there, there would have been two intermissions for that, at least. In the old days of the actual roles of film. Yeah. Mm. So, the way you found out about it was that. So, you get excited about it. Yep. There might be maybe an article in a magazine, perhaps, saying that the film's coming. And the only yeah. other information you had was from the person sitting right next to you who made shit up and you both talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you would go and see the film. Yes. And then you'd make a decision whether you liked or didn't like the film afterwards. And then just general chatter would happen. With the person you went yep, with. Pretty much. And that was it. So you, you couldn't find people on the interwebs. There was no. none of that. No. You could only talk to your inner circle of people. And by the way, Rodie's just putting this in context as well. We were at Cinema One. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so no, that was multiplexes. The, this was the only film that would be showing for a week. Yep. They might have three films showing, but they'd. Like, in a night, they'd show two films, that's it. Yeah. So when you went to school the next day, fucking I went to the pictures. Yep. You know, and it was Huge. like, I don't care what you saw, that was just awesome. Yeah, exactly right. So, what I'm proposing mm. is that, leading up to, and for the week preceding the release of the film, mm. there are no reviews allowed online anywhere. Right. Wipe them out. Illegal. Worldwide. Criminal offence. So that people Punishable. have to actually go and see the film. If they want to wait a week or maybe we have a two-week window, mm. that's fine. You can do that. But essentially what you'll do is you'll find out from someone else or you'll go and see the film yourself and you'll be able to make your own opinions on whether you like the film before your opinions are skewed by people that already have an agenda before the film is released or when it is released. Okay. I Look, there is part of me that does slightly agree. I knew there would be. There is another part that says, USA, USA, 
First Amendment right, freedom of speech. Come on. People have been writing reviews of movies since movies have been made in the paper. Come on. Yeah, but not like this. So there have to be sanctioned reviews well, not, not from the studio. But even when you would... Like you have to be an authorised reviewer. Like you could read a review in the in the newspaper, right? Yes. It used to happen. So <laughs> for, those, yeah. for those people who are playing at home yeah, who are under 30, way back again. newspaper is how we used to yeah. get the news and information yeah. and it was paper... And it was printed on there. So, for instance, Herald Sun had come out. Every week I loved, I think it was Thursday, the entertainment reviews. Green guys. It was great. You'd have uh, new albums that had come out that week. Yes. So, I'm like, wow, they've got a new album out. Didn't realise that. Uh, you'd have the, the couple of new movies that had come the out. The Gig Guide. Yeah, the Gig Guide, all the rest of it. So, you could jump on the review, though, for the film. It was mm. only about probably seven or eight lines long. It wasn't an entire freaking article that went for seven pages bagging out every character and every plot point and trying to rip apart the entire saga because you fucked up a timeline thing back in episode two and now it doesn't <laughs> line up. <laughs> Fuck me. And I think I think the other thing as well is the reviews that we read in the paper weren't really reviews on the movie. It was more of a... This is what it's about. It Did was, I enjoy it or not? It was the dust cover. Yeah, kind for, of. That, that would have gone on the DVD. Yeah. You know, another thrilling action adventure up in space. Yeah. I just love the idea of, once again, Bernard, actually make your own decision about whether a movie is great mm. or not, how it used to be done. How are you going to enforce that? I have no idea, other than the fact that we take complete control of the internet. I'm in. <laughs> I'm fucking in. I am so in that we, as the South Road Boys, have the Moist Lamington tour and we control the internet. Once we have this tour, everyone's going to be like, geez, those boys are responsible. Fuck, they should If anyone's going to do it, they can. Give them the keys to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> the keys to the internet. Oh, Did I tell writing. you, I worked for an internet company. Uh, I, I'm sorry, actually, I know I've told you, but I'll tell you again, that I work for an internet company, and I work with a guy called Peter Binstead, Binny, and he used to walk, this internet company was a domain name register, it was uh, Melbourne IT. And we used to register .com.au domain names. And yep. we were the only ones at the time in Australia who could do that. Ooh. Ooh they were the, the sole registrar of record was the actual terminology so, before the before it got deregulated. You guys would have been popular with the girls then. Okay. Oh. Anyway, so people would ring us up on the telephone saying, you guys are the internet. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're, not, internet. we're not really. But <laughs> as far as they were concerned, we were. We controlled the internet for them. Um, to the point where he got one of those novelty um, switches, which is the – it looks like I a mousetrap. I turn trap. the internet off and on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he had internet on, internet <laughs> off. That's great. And he'd turn it on and off every day. For those roadies playing at home, I'm actually giving Troy a visual demonstration <laughs> podcast. I, this is a new thing. The visual, visual podcast. podcast. Yeah. yeah. I think they call it vodcasting. Maybe. For, yeah, podcasting. It wouldn't be like ours. Or YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> uh, what's that? Uh, little startup. Yeah. You you're Don't like YouTube. You know why? Why? They do fucking movie reviews. Mm. Do they or do oh. the users? Well, this is the problem. Why would that's you blame what, YouTube? That's why we need mm. to control the internet. Yep. Cut all those shitheads out. Mm. They're destroying the fabric of entertainment as we know it, Joe. It's about time someone stepped up the and took responsibility. fabric of entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we're so metered and not biased and not extreme in our <laughs> views. Destroy. Well, speaking of destroying the very fabric of the internet, okay. I'm hoping that with our newfound control of the internet, after our very successful World SRB Moist Lamington tour, yep. we will be able to stop fuckwits like those people who got online after Chris Pratt married, what's her name, Schwarzenegger. What was her name? Uh, Catherine. Schwarzenegger. Is that actually Arnie's daughter? Yes. I didn't know that. Fuck, if you I had... knew he got married, but I didn't know who he got married to. Yes. Guardians Schwarzenegger. Yeah. So, um... Guardians of the Schwarzeneggers. Guardians of the Schwarzeneggers. <laughs> be a great crossover film. <laughs> Fucking oath it would. Yeah. Which Arnie would you like to see, though, in that? The Conan? The Terminator? Oh, mate, Conan was on or telly. the Kindergarten Cop? Conan was on telly last summer the night before. I yes. used to have to flick off Netflix and yes. the telly was on. Now, was it The Barbarian or The Goat Herder? <sighs> What's the difference? Conan the Goat Herder is a much different film than Conan the Barbarian. Is there actually a movie called? No, I just made oh, it. So I think there was Conan the Destroyer as well. I think there were two of them. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> but oh, it was terrible. Really? So bad. His acting is not spectacular. It's one of those where I had like 
I, I was about to go to bed, but I wasn't quite ready, but I couldn't get into anything else. So you just turned the telly on quick. Mm-hmm. Flick through, came across that. I thought, oh, Conan. Why not? Oh, fuck. fuck. Not and it doesn't get any better. No, I don't think it did. It does not. <laughs> so anyway, so young Chris, who we know from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep, likes to prattle on. Likes to prattle on. Married uh, Catherine Schwarzenegger. Now, Chris, hasn't. this is his second time at the dance. He's been married before. Yep, did know that. Has a young boy, mm-hmm. right? But- he was considered to have the most perfect relationship on the planet before they separated. Uh, yeah, he was. Who was he with? He was a uh, was a actress comedian. Yes, and I can't remember her name. She's really really Anna cute. Ferris. Yeah, really cute bubbly girl. There you go. And they had this great relationship where everyone just saw them as just being this really cute, awesome, fun couple. But once again, you're not in that relationship. So we only watch from the outside. Exactly. We are the reviewers of their relationship, which shall be brought down to earth. Anyway, so Chris posted a picture graph on Instagram. Okay. Um, and it's a picture of him and his wife Great. looking at each other. Awesome. She's in the white wedding dress. He's in a beautiful suit. Nice. And they're just walking through a garden, just oh, strolling sweet. down. Sweet. And it's been liked by five, just over five million people have seen this image. Yep. That's a lot more than what would see South Road Boys image if we did a very similar half, probably, mm. is what. They're looking at of what? Yeah, I mean, if we post SRB Moist Lamington, mm, I think know, we'd hit four million in the first twenty-four hours. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, and it starts off. Yesterday was the best day of our lives. We became husband and wife in front of God and our families of those we love. Oh. it was intimate, moving, and emotional. We feel so blessed to the to begin this new chapter of our lives. We're so thankful to our families and friends who stood with us, and. Grateful to Mr. Giorgio Armani, who created a once-in-a-lifetime dress for Catherine to wear. Yep. For me, the perfect suit. This morning, we felt nothing but blessed. Okay. What do you think the internet fucking went batshit bonkers oh, stupid over that? Tell me, Joe. Let me read you the first line. Right, I read the first line again. Yeah. Yesterday was the best day of our lives. Yep. That's what they cracked the shits over. Okay, I reckon straight away it's going to be the fact that they didn't. They used the copyright of the song from the Beatles. No, no. Okay, right. Wasn't that? How do you think Anna feels? Your first oh, wife. Oh, really? Is that what they come back with? What about your son? Why wasn't that the best day of your life? How's this the best day of your life, Chris? <laughs> Fucking. Is that what you said last time you got married? Was that the best day of your life? Is that what it all was about? Fucking. It was about that. Now, oh, point of order, media. Your Honor, is that. Yesterday was the best day of our lives. Wasn't yes. just his life. It was him and Catherine yep, together. Their lives together. Their lives together. It was the best day of their lives. But for fuck's sake, it was not a literal, this is the best day of my life. It's like when you're out with your mates, and you go, this is the best fun ever. <laughs> it's probably not the best fun ever, but it feels like it at the moment. It feels like it in that moment in time. For fuck's sake, it, when we get control of the internet. Cutting that shit out. Cutting that shit right out. And so, Chris Pratt's going to send us a message to say, SRB? Yeah. So, at XYZ0365283, fucking cut off from the internet. Gone. Yep. Love the power. Uh, N-A-T-R-O-S-E, Nat Rose, 38, fucked off. Good. Because she's like, really? Your son's birth wasn't the best day of your life? Sheesh. And I'll tell you what, the, your birth wasn't the best day of your parents' life either. Fuck off. And at Sleep Awake, you can go fuck yourself yeah. too. You can't have the internet. No internet Good. for you. I'm going to be like the reverse hit Oprah, and there's no internet for you, and no internet for you, and no internet for you. I'm loving this power. Fuck. Wouldn't that be great to be the Oprah, the anti-Oprah? <laughs> the anti-Oprah. Yeah. Wow. Well, actually, there's not much anti- There's not much different to Oprah to oh. me. I'm male. She's female. I'm white. She's black. True. Fucking she's popular. I'm even more popular. <laughs> uh, social media, though, I do like when it gets it right. Mm. Uh, there was a situation, a like, terrible story, where here on the coast, yes, uh, there was a gentleman that was found guilty of murdering his former housemate. This is in Alveston, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, so right. I'm talking local, local. Really? So local. what happened, apparently... The uh, I won't get too technical because I don't know all the technical points. I just know the rough outline of the story. But he has been found guilty in a He's court of law. Been found guilty of so murdering his not housemate. allegedly. No, so Darren Gale, his name is found guilty. Of By murdering the way, his housemate Noel Ingham. Hope Pan is not listening. Hope 
Hannah's not listening. Hannah's not listening. <laughs> Why? Killed by a housemate. Oh, killed by a housemate. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't do that. She's lovely. She is lovely. Yeah. Anyway. Unless she starts reviewing movies early. And fuck. Fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, old mate Noel, the housemate, yes. was found headless in a shallow grave in 2016. Oh. Now, what apparently happened was that uh, old mate Noel mm. uh, fell over in the house, fell on the aquarium. Yes. Old mate Darren has found him like this, has panicked. Yes. Right? Because he's dead. He's mm. sliced up. He's panicked. Decapitated. He's de- he's actually decapitated him then. He's taken the head off. Right? Oh, shit. And so, hang on. This is not... This is not Darren's account of the events. So up until the point of Darren finding him is deemed true and correct, where old mate slipped, fell, and cut his neck and sliced himself on the aquarium. Yeah. That's Hasn't actual. taken his head off. Darren's but decided to do Darren's that. Darren's decided. To finish the job. Yeah, like, to, he just, I've got to get rid of the body. Cuts the head off, takes the body, all the rest of it. Because no one's going to believe that he yeah. fell on the aquarium. Exactly. Fair enough. In the, in the finish, um, they decided that... No, he probably actually caused the death. That's what they've come down. So in. it was recoverable injuries was deemed, however, potentially. But uh, the thing that I loved on the local newspaper website, when I, on so Facebook um, link, can I just take a, can I take a stab? Was it something about a fishy story? No, <laughs> oh, no it okay. wasn't. This was gold, man. This oh, is actually okay. gold. I read this and I screenshotted it. I thought, this is just brilliant. Every now and then, yes. someone on social media, on yes. Facebook, puts a comment in where you just read it and think, oh, you're funny today. Oh, you're winning. So, this person's saying, so the article was, uh, Darren Gale found guilty of murder. Mm-hmm. He's already deliberated for four hours at the end of the week, seven week. Murder shows, blah, blah, blah. First comment. Uh, to be fair, who hasn't decapitated someone in a panic? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and I read that and thought, oh, today you have won. 100 internet points for you, <laughs> my friend. Who wants to decapitate someone in a panic? In a panic. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. Like, give the man his juice. Like, I know he's guilty, but to be oh, fair, who hasn't done it? Not laughing at the fact this poor man has died. No. Um, that's not funny. No, but that comment, though, That comment? Oh, it was just... And certainly for anyone that might know this this gentleman, um, no, it's a terrible story. But I just thought it that is. comment, if it was anywhere else in the world and not local, um, would have commented. The fact that it was local is just a coincidence. Yes. But um, yeah, in a panic, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> now, one thing that I can tell you for darn tooting oh. is not going to make the rider for the SRB Moist Lamington Tour is Vegetables. Oh, no, we don't have vegetables. Do you know why? Tell me. Because today, <laughs> oh, fuck. June 17th is Eat Your Vegetables Day. Every so we would have, week, we would have already we have had them. We won't need to take them on tour. I think we'll need KFC. God, fucking Definitely KFC. KFC. Bangers. Yep. Like really good KFC, though. Not the shit KFC. No, we want good KFC. Not, not the, the slimy, bloody greasy KFC. Also, mm. I want zingers. Mm. Right from the fucking two thousands, bitch. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. they actually had some spice. They had some actual zing some to pep. them back then. Some pep. Now I get a zinger burger. I ask for supercharged sauce on the burger to give it zinger. There's nothing zing about the zinger, Joe. Is is a supercharged sauce getting you across the line? Supercharged sauce is better, mm. but I far prefer the spices to be inside the skin on the actual chicken, actually in the zinger. Now here's the other thing. And I probably won't eat a lot of them, but I'm going to ask them to be part of the rider mm-hmm. simply so that I know that a bit of Tasmania is going to be with us. Oh, hello. What's this? National pies. Oh, definitely national pies. Like, I love a national pie, but I wouldn't eat one every yeah. day. I do love the fact that uh, one of the young guys used to uh, work in our promotional department at the radio station now works for national pies. Oh, how do you like um, them pies? It's a great job. Great oh, job. But they've got a promo going at the moment. Yes. They talk about the national pie hole. Put the, put the national pie in your national pie hole. It's, yes. It's located between your chin and your nose. <laughs> the national pie hole. I love it. And I thought, so Australian. That is very, very Australian. Yeah. Now, speaking of chicken. Fucking chicken. Chicken. 
What do you think? We do talk about chicken a fair bit, actually. It does come up. It's good. What do you think is the most expensive chicken? The most expensive chicken. I can't believe we've actually got to this. I had this sort of <laughs> saved as something weird, and you brought up KFC, and I'm making that the most expensive chicken. Yes. Um, I reckon it would actually be the chicken that did actually cross the road. I reckon that'd be worth and a bit. got to the other side. Yeah, a little Was bit like it? when you play Frogger. Okay, you know so when you get that frog on the other side, it's worth gold. Dip, 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 dip. Yep. Um, it's in New York, New Jersey, and Kansas City and Nashville. Uh, it's an upscale venue. Uh, it's called the Ainsworth, and they do twenty-four carat gold-coated chicken wings. Explain this to me, Joe. So, according to the chicken wings, an order of fifty chicken wings is covered with two hundred and eighty-six dollars worth of gold dust. The wings cost sixty-five dollars Australian for a plate of ten, hundred and twenty-nine dollars for twenty, or one thousand four hundred and thirty-seven dollars for fifty. All right. I'm going to let you finish. Okay. <laughs> so apparently the chef was like, oh, how can we make things like fucking awesome and Insta-worthy? Because this is what Insta is all about. Yep. To make the glittering Insta-worthy buffalo wings, the meat is brined in a coconut butter for 12 hours. You had me at that. That sounds lovely. Okay, yeah. And then coated in chipotle and honey barbecue sauce. Okay, yeah. So a bit of spice, bit of barbecue. I'm all in for that. That sounds fucking good. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, what is it? Oh, then it's baked, which is good. Then flash fried, smothered in a gold marinade with extra honey barbecue sauce, Mm -hmm. and then dusted with 24 carat gold flakes. And basically, what it looks like is fool's gold. It looks like just fucking gold shimmery wings. Wow. And apparently, though, you have to put the uh, chipotle honey sauce on it to take away from the gold flavor. Apparently, the flavor of gold's not nice. It just looks really good. (laughs) Um, But it has to be purest 24-karat gold. Otherwise, it's not safe to eat. That is just the most bizarre thing. I mean, there's Mm. two things that strike me as weird about that. Mm -hmm. Number one, why the fuck would you eat gold? That's the first thing. And number two, how am I going to shit... Into a fucking pan, right? <laughs> pan for gold. So I can pan the gold out of it when it comes out to get a bit of a refund on my money later on. Because you want to be able to take that True. in and get some money back. You, They're expensive wings. You know who likes these wings? Tell me. Heavy metal fans. That is gold. It's definitely in their trailer. <laughs> definitely in theirs. Thank you very much. Oh, yes, Joe. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you that. Thank you very much. Now, um, <laughs> speaking of gold and things that are of greatest value, I think it's time for our opening act of the SRB oh. Moist Lamington World Tour. Imagine that. Bit of thoughtful Troy. Ooh. Could you imagine that? Right, O2 Arena. Yep. Like fucking oh, MCG. I oh, look. 89,000. Thoughtful Troy, if he mm. did a tour, could feel that anyway. Yeah. But he would donate a bit of his time for something as beneficial and worthy as SRB Moist Lamington Tour. 89,000 people is roughly what they get to a concert at the MCG, right? Because they've got to take out a couple of seats for, for staging and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And they are amped. They are fucking, rah, SRB, SRB. SRB. And they've been doing this for half an hour because we're late because we're fucking having KFC. And oh, yes. We're in our trailers. Having KFC. Plus, cool people will never turn up on time. Exactly. And instead of having some sort of, you know, shredding guitar, or, you know, some sort of, I don't know, small band like U2 playing support or whatever. Yeah, they wouldn't play a triangle. Not cool enough. You have the very quiet single spotlight in the middle of the stage, and the soft-spoken word of thoughtful joy. Imagine it. It'll be like uh, when they do the minute silence on Anzac Day, when the whole stadium yep. just goes still. Fuck, that'd be awesome. That'd be powerful. That'd be thoughtful. Welcome to the teachings of Thoughtful Troy. This week, Denise, just 17 years old, 
in New York is concerned that her and her teenage boyfriend fight too much and wants to know how to stop it. I wish I had an easy answer, but unfortunately, I do not. This is an area I have failed in many times in the past. Back in the 90s, when I was in a perfect state of nirvana, my friend Dave Grohl asked me to try and prevent Kurt and Courtney from fighting as it was affecting their time in the studio. I arrived just as I were recording, come as you are. Strangely enough, I did. (laughs) To this day, if you turn up the volume, you can hear me asking Courtney to give the band some space. Unfortunately, she didn't take my advice. As I walked past Dave while they were still recording, he said to me that he was sorry for wasting my time. I said to him with a joyless, a joyous smile, never mind. <laughs> How was I to know <laughs> that I would accidentally <laughs> name this glorious album? <laughs> I'm on the record for being on the record, naming the record. But Denise, you're both still very young. Honestly, it just smells like teen spirit to me. <laughs> Thank you. And bless. Thoughtful try. Thoughtful try. Thoughtful try. And on that, you've been great, audience. Thank you and good night. <laughs> Moist Lamington tour. Bring that on. <laughs>